0: time we address the elephant in the room, eh? Oh, sup kids, how are you doing today? So I was thinking this morning, I was out, you know, on the street, selling my wares, nope, that's different life, different timeline, um... So I was out there, you know, buying some, buying some rolls, uh, picking up some, some jam, trying desperately to find seeded jam in the wall of seedless, why would you want seedless jam? I mean, seeded jam's just superior. Anyway, uh, you need texture to your sweetness, folks. You know, I'm buying a box of Fruit Loops, uh, and it, it struck me, we should probably chat, we should probably catch up, um, because I did post the other day, um, about, about, the elephant in the room and someone said oh yeah I hadn't I hadn't realized that was a thing and it's because I didn't I didn't discuss it I decided not to discuss it so we're going to talk about the fact that I moved you know it's it's pretty much that simple I used to get to the point I moved from the UK to the United States uh, last July I made that move, I moved out, I shipped out, and you may not have noticed because I'm a crafty bastard and I pre-recorded basically a whole year of podcasts through uh, some sheer effort and self-motivation to be able to allow myself six months off from being, doing, and creating podcasts so i could create other things and you may have noticed that things changed and content changed through there and then i sneakily just snuck it in at the start of the year and i'd already been here i'd already been in this place since october by that point i would come around um so i yeah, i wanted to address this fact and i wanted to sit down and discuss with you guys the realistic ramifications of moving to another country because I think it'd probably be useful for a fair amount of people and there's, there may be some hows and whys I don't talk about my life realistically I don't talk about myself as much as possible but in some ways many of the podcasts are all related to one thing or another that I'm going through or thinking about because that can not be avoided concept chases me down like a, a rabid baboon chases down fruit I guess do it, baboons eat things or, or, or things or thing? I was going to say things or thoughts but that makes baboons sound incredibly philosophical Do baboons eat things or do they eat thoughts? That's how we should define things that, There's no there's no longer animal, vegetable or mineral It's things which can have thoughts and things which cannot Fruit cannot have thoughts You heard it here today Things can have thoughts No, that's the wrong way around I've messed it up already Anyway, getting past the point um, So, the question I get most Having lived here, and I've discussed it with a couple of guests so far this year, is uh, you know what do you think of it so far? How are you finding living out here? I'm living out in, in New York and New Jersey, and someone was asking me how how you how you think of it, and I, I'm, I'm it's okay. That's as much as I can say. It's okay. You know, it's not it's not it's not worse. I'm not living in a situation which was worse than I was previously living in. I haven't exited my previous life because it was in some way detrimental to me i've not ran away i've not done any of that i've just moved and therefore i've stepped through and it's weird because america is it's the only way i can kind of describe this right so it's like it's kind of like stepping off a plane through the door like the mirror door in the matrix it's it's having everything revealed to you and everything not at the same time. It's like going through the back of the wardrobe, through the coats, into Narnia. That may be more apt, because America is a fantasy world with a lot of darkness snuck in in between the snow and the sweets and all that kind of stuff. That's that's essentially how I would describe America to to somebody just arriving and had no idea what to experience. It's a lot of glitz, a lot of glamour, but there is so many social and ethical problems here that it's 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 the tragedy waiting to happen but the tragedy is already happening and they just decided to paint over it like my landlord um it's the the other way i've described it as well is it's it's a lot like twilight zone right that's probably the, the kindest way to describe it it's because the american people can't necessarily control the environment they're in, much like the UK can't control the environment that they're in you know, people talk about how people aren't rising up and they're not going against pe- or going against the government and all these kinds of things and a lot of the time it just becomes because you're in the situation you are you're in, you know, there's not many means for you to be able to do that unless there is massive social upheaval, and you know, revolution and all those kinds of things so it's more like a Twilight Zone episode where everything is just adjusted ever so slightly, you know That's that's all it is. It's like everything moved one inch to the left, or one inch to the right, and you think to yourself, oh, this is all very familiar, but completely different at exactly the same time. It's like someone moved your coffee cup whilst you weren't paying attention, and suddenly it went from being over here to being over here, and... You have to get used to that. It takes time to get used to that. I mean, I say this coming from a, a very westernised country to a very westernised country. You know, I'm, I'm from England. I'm from the UK. Despite the fact that people keep saying I'm from Scotland, I'm not. And and I'm sorry to the Scottish people because we, we know I'm not trying to suggest I'm from Scotland in any way. But, yeah, it's 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 very much like that. There's a lot of things it, which j- just have a similarity but aren't there, you know? like food, like this morning, I went and bought Kaiser roll I've never had a Kaiser roll until I moved here it's just not a type of roll, which you don't which you, you get in the UK, I've never had Fruit Loops Fruit Loops are a thing here they also contain a blueberry flavour, which I'm not entirely happy about, but we'll get there, seeded jam seeded jam is like a default in the UK it's just there, it's most most of them are seeded you have to look for the seedless, here it's a shelf of seedless, and then you you, you look for seeded jam, and it's because you know, convenience is a thing which you want, it's You have to learn to integrate quite quickly, and that does take some time. So this isn't, you know, this isn't a top five things you should know about moving to New York or top ten things which you need to know before you become a U.K. citizen, U.S. citizen. It's not it's not this clickbait article. I just want to take a look at it from more of a human point of view and maybe discuss some of the hows, the whys and the what's. So first off, we're going to start with the hows. I moved to another country. That is an expensive thing to do. Do not... Think about doing this if you don't have financial backing, is what I would say. I moved in a very privileged situation where I was allowed to get assistance to be able to move. I moved part of my regular day job outside of all the art stuff, and that provided me with the opportunity. If I hadn't had that, I would not have done it in any way, shape, or form. I've always been told you need to if you're gonna move to a place, you should have a job waiting for you in that place. And that was the situation I was presented with. So That's the first thing. It's going to be costly. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's going to cost you, you know, emotionally, financially. There's going to be moments where you just sit down and you think, I have no idea what to do. And honestly, there's situations which I've faced where I've been incredibly uncomfortable doing stuff which is just everyday stuff, you know? One of the phrases which I love uh, texting friends at the minute is, uh, I just handed a stranger my underwear. Right? Right? That's the phrase which I keep sending to people because I'm getting laundry done now. I take my clothes to a laundromat and somebody does my laundry. That is brand new to me. I have done my own laundry majority of my life. You know, I've done my own washing. I've done all that kind of stuff. But now I hand someone a bag of my dirty clothes and I just say, here you go, and I trust them. I trust them to do the right thing and then hand me them back nicely clean and folded in a bag and that makes you feel incredibly out of your depth. You're going to feel out of your depth. You're gonna feel anxious and nervous about everything. And at the same time you're gonna couple that with excitement because excitement is is the thing, right? It excitement is the reason you probably did it in the first place. My reasons for doing it in the first place is because I'm kind of a you pull the thread kind of person. I need to know where things go. Someone asked me recently why I moved here, and I said, well, if the world's going to end, I feel like America is probably going to be the epicenter of the world ending, and I want a front row seat. I don't want to sit back and then suddenly get exploded i you know i want to i want to sit there at the front line and see the fire I, and witness it i want to witness something in my lifetime so i moved and i you know i followed that thread to see where it goes yes it's probably how I'll die one day my curiosity will kill me in one capacity or another just to see how much i can pressure things because i have the personality trait where i find something which hurts and then i decide to push that until I can't take any more, and then I know where that boundary is. I think I've even discussed this in a previous podcast to go along with that. Anyway, secondly, back to food. So we're talking about food. It'll take time for you to find food that you like. Right. This is the other thing. I mean, we all know that there's the gimmick of America and food portions. I'm New York. It doesn't really apply as much because it's so expensive to be here. So you kind of get feel like you're getting your money's worth when you do get the right portion. but it'll take you take time to find food that you like. You, everything's ingredients. Ingredients are all different. It's strange being vegetarian over here. Because everyone is either on the meat or completely off everything. It's all vegan. Um, and vegan food's incredibly expensive here. So you you find all of these balances. And that's what I mean by it's like stepping through this twilight zone. That you're essentially you're, you're taking your entire life, which you've made, which you've set up, and you've gone, okay... What if we tried to integrate this into a system which wasn't built for the setup we do? Printing zines is a major thing, you know. I've I haven't produced physical work since I got here because I've had to do more research. I'm doing like the six months research which I usually did prior because I had years of experience with dealing with printers and. Uh, copiers and different companies only to arrive and go Oh, well these things should exist and they should exist for around reasonably the same price but they don't they just don't exist you know getting something printed cheaply is almost an impossibility at a high quality level so it's very much just staring on the other side of the mirror and i find that fascinating i i think maybe that's the thing which most people don't expect i also there's also been moments of oh that exists, that's like a thing that was maybe the first thought which I had within the first few weeks of being here was the amount of stuff which I saw and it just like simple stuff fascinates me because I've been fed media from here most of my life, right? I don't remember like the first American things I saw but it would probably be films probably be something from Disney First things which I was shown around being a child from the U.S. And, I mean, you bear bearing in mind that this is like the 90s when I was doing this. So, when I was doing this. When I was doing this. When I was growing. You know, when I was coming into the world. Um, and I've been shown all these things. You know, I've been shown these ideas and methods and worldviews and people. And I've, I've had them shown to me. But I've had them shown to me through an entirely fictionalized lens. That's how you that's how most people get presented other countries is through entirely fictionized lens. So when you arrive, you have this weird week or two where you're sat going, Holy crap. Guys, did you know all of this stuff is real? All of this stuff exists, right? Like there's a there's a star here called Acme. I went there this morning, that's where I went to get rolls, and this is also what kind of triggered me wanted to talk about this. And I took a friend near them near the store, and showed them the store, and I was like, this is a brand. This exists. It's Acme. It's a supermarket. It completely exists. Now, I will guarantee that most people within the UK will hear the word Acme, automatically think of Looney Tunes and Roadrunner and everything like that, and assume, much like we did, that that is a fictionalized brand. Right? That is a brand which only exists in the cartoon universe. When it turns out, no, it's just a long-lasting brand. It's a brand which has been in the US forever and ever and ever and ever. And it's still there and it's still present. And that blew my mind. Yeah, I sat there going, that's insane. That's, well, how is how is this thing? And then you suddenly start digging into it. You're, you're trying to find things which have only ever been mentioned in media. That you're, you know, has never made it over to your country. And I think... It's a strange, it's a weirdly humbling experience to, like, I, I have a fairly wide worldview in general, right? I'm not a person who looks at the world and goes, no, nah, you know what, I don't care about learning about other cultures. No, I look at the worldview and go, ah, I'm interested. I'm interested in knowing about this. I might not want to be involved in it, but I'm interested. I want to know what you do, how you do it, and where, whereabouts you day is. You might want to bring it over, I don't know. I just, well, who knows until I try it, right? and <laughs> look at the world like that but even then there there's a there's a blind spot there's a blind spot within media where you're being fed something constantly especially something like that because that isn't you know a positive or a negative that's just a thing that's just an actual um, what like a staple mark of that media. It's these these brands. These brands keep getting mentioned and you know reiterated on. People talk about going to do something, going to Seven Eleven, going to you know Target, or wherever they're going in that day. And you think to yourself, oh yeah, these just these just things. They're just media things. And then you realise, no, no, they they're all fully existed. And then you have representation of other countries which have an extremely negative light, where you know they'll focus on the worst parts of those countries and feed you that every single day there's that running joke of how do you know um how do you know a scene takes place in you know saudi arabia or mexico and it's the the people who make the film and the television have just gone through and put an orange cast on everything you know oh no it's it's in a hot country so we need everything to be orange everything and i've been to cyprus i've been to you know uh, hot european countries those countries don't look like that guys They just they don't i think I mean, I didn't mean to get into a rant about representation, but that's, that's, that's what kind of bothers me on that front. It's that I came here and there was a level of shock to it, but it makes you think about all the other media you consumed. Years and years ago, I did a, a like a long form YouTube vlog, which was kind of like this. And it was about, uh, there was a show on channel four and I can't remember exactly what it was called. It might've been called Skint. um, But it basically followed families from my hometown. But what it did was. It it was a channel for kind of like exploitation, exploitation documentary. Is how I would refer to it. Because all it did was focus on the negative. It focused a lot on these families who were living on the breadline and rather than say asking you know why they're living on the breadline what's the situation which has led them to this it basically just poked fun at them and said oh this is this person and then outlined everything wrong within their life put that on tv and created cannon fodder for people going like oh these people on benefits fuck them you know this is the kind of people this is all the scum top is and i was like please look at this with like a, a very peculiar lens why are you warping this vision and this is this future of entertainment and then years and years later we discovered yeah this is basically the future of entertainment for a lot of places luckily some of that has died down people are a lot more careful with the the programs which they represent as fact now on television but again you get a lot of fictionalized stuff when you look at you know shows like shameless if you think of the places which they represent you you might think that there's a negative connotation to those places entirely. When in reality, there's probably just a lot of nice people there. A lot of people who have been dealt a bad hand and are just chilling out. And that's why you you can't really judge anyone from one background or another. Back to my point about moving to the US. I think you have to take everything you see at kind of at face value, but also not. I'm, I mean, as I say, I'm I'm still consistently being fascinated by things, though my favorite game right now is pretending that I'm unenthused by everything around me, because the number one trait I've found in people who live in the U.S. is you have to have a strong opinion one way or another, they don't like the middle ground, and I love the middle ground, it's where I set up camp, it's where I've like inflated my dinghy, and I'm just floating, right, I'm just floating, I'm in my, I got my margarita and my coffee in one hand and my drink in the other, and I'm just floating down the river rapid of the middle ground. Enjoying myself. Now, I mean, I don't mean big topics, obviously. I don't mean, you know, social economic issues or anything like that. I mean, on you know, stuff like pizza. I refuse to take a strong stance on pizza. And I refuse to take a strong stance on anything almost food related, apart from the stuff which I don't like, like LaCroix and blueberries. And it infuriates them. And I find that hilarious. People keep asking me what I think of New York. It's okay. It's all I'll ever say, is it's okay. Much like everywhere else, it's okay. I went recently to Queens, and someone asked me what I thought of Queens, and I said, yeah, it's pretty good. And then, (laughs) I don't live in Queens. and I'm like, well, then why did you move to Hoboken? You said Hoboken's okay. And I was like, yeah, Hoboken's okay. Queens is pretty good. New York's okay. These are the worlds we live in. I refuse to take a strong sense. If that's my defining trait as a human being, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live life on that middle ground of not getting aggravated and letting my blood pressure rise because I think one piece of pizza versus another piece of pizza is better. There's no such thing as bad pizza, guys. The only bad pizza is pizza which makes you sick. That's the reality of the world you live in now. Sorry to ruin it. And uh, apologies to the Italians. Anywho. So, obviously moving here um, was, was a big deal. And I think I've discussed this as well. I think i discussed this in the Jennifer Pot episode. It's... It can be a shock to the system for a lot of people. And I think people have a lot of expectations. It reminds me of when uh, people go to Paris and they become fundamentally depressed and disappointed that it doesn't reflect what they've been fed through media because it's just a city. People are there living their lives. Not everything can be you know, a romantic w- walk along the river and going up the Eiffel Tower and everything like that. And New York's exactly the same. Most of your day isn't going to be visiting the Empire State Building or going through Central Park, most of it's just riding on a subway and getting to work and then realizing like midway into your day that you don't have any food and there's no food stores around because you live on Manhattan or you, you work on Manhattan and there's food everywhere but also not food everywhere because I'm vegetarian. There's, there's, there's all these little intrinsic motions which you're going to make. There's the darker parts of it, which again can be overwhelming in itself, moving from somewhere small to somewhere big. Just the other day I was on the subway. And some guy basically threatened me. I ignored him the entire time, but he spent most of the time talking into my ear about how I'm satanic and he was going to beat me up. But we ignore these things because you have to, again, approach things more a face value. I don't know that guy, I don't know his background, and I'm not going to be offended by it. Yes, it's a little unnerving, but at the same time, he lives in a system which is much worse than my system. Because I've been, as I said at the beginning, very privileged to move out here and I think if you're considering moving out here in any way, shape or form that's something you need to consider is what position are you going to be putting yourself in you shouldn't be looking at things and looking for the top five things you need to know, the top five boroughs or anything like that, you should be considering how much stability you're giving to yourself when you arrive in a new place and I think America's probably the best example of that from someone moving from western to western is just you're gonna have so many things which are strange to you unusual to you and americans think it's just every day because it is every day but towards it isn't i mean you know i still haven't got used to the fact that i can't buy liquor at a supermarket i have to go to a liquor store and liquor's booze right <laughs> nobody calls it a liquor store in the uk you just go buy booze you're in to buy a drink and that's what you do. You can do that at most most supermarkets, but you can't do that here. I know that saying goodbye isn't really a thing. Nobody says goodbye. Nobody says bye. Nobody says see you. They say have a good one. That's the greeting. That's the goodbye. That's the adios. That's the aloha. I feel like I digressed in quite a lot. It's. I wanted to give more of a realistic view of of moving, and perhaps I haven't. But I also wanted to burst the fact that I did move. You know, I wanted to get get through that a little bit and tell you what it's been like. And it's been a roller coaster. It's been a ride which I've enjoyed being on, kind of coming here. I don't know how long I'm here. I don't know how long I'll stay. But I'm here for the time being. And I'm on that ride. You know, a great comedian said that life is just a ride. And it is. We don't get to choose the ride we're on most of the time. And I've been very lucky to choose the ride I'm on. I'm going to keep making the things I make them. And I'm going to keep doing the things I do. And I think you, if considering moving anywhere, expecting what you expect is fine. But remember, there is a reality to everything. And yeah, the fascination with things will wear off. Probably not for me, because I'm fascinated by most things. That's why I have a podcast where I talk about nonsense. But at the same time, It could be worth it. It could be worth doing. I just think a lot of people move thinking it's going to be the key. And for some it is. But for the majority of people, I think it can take its toll. And America is is the twilight England. And England's the twilight zoned America. For each of our countries, it's very much like stepping through a door and having everything just slightly moved to the left. And that'll be fascinating. Either way, if you didn't know about any of this and you hadn't realise i moved, scope the surroundings. Um, and if you do want to kind of follow just general life stuff, that's entirely up to you. You can find Quietly Concrete. On Instagram, which is my more personal account and where I post nonsense and just general life stuff. Until that time, though, I'm in the concrete jungle. And I'm still yelling at concrete. I'll talk to you guys later.